Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Turn it so, whoa, whoa. Oh, you don't know where we're on the song? No, now I know. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. No, it's okay. Uh, welcome it's to the Hannibal After Buzz After Show. <laughs> Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so, guys. As, as we all know, um, Hannibal's not been renewed by NBC. And if you don't know, the, you just found out. Those mother... Efforts. We love, we, love our, we love our friends at NBC. Yes, we do. Um, but <laughs> this was a poor choice. But you know, what do you do? What do you do? Um, but uh, you know, looks like Hannibal may have some life. I, mean, I think if you know, look, look, if we know, uh, you know, Martha and Brian, like we think we know them, like is which is barely at all. We're <laughs> 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 old friends. No, but uh, we, we, we we're, we're fairly sure, and there's been a lot written about the possibility of them. Taking the show elsewhere. I mean, it's international production. Uh, you know, Gramont uh, is, is a production company. Um, they there's some. We'll talk about this in news and gossip. But there's Brian's been very uh, very vocal about some potential options, um, and uh, as has Martha. So we'll, we'll get into that a little later. Yeah, maybe there'll be life after death. Um, maybe, and there is also that uh, well that petition going around. Save Hannibal. You can go on Twitter. Right. Absolutely. Hashtag Save Hannibal. Right. Well, speaking of life after death, mm-hmm. that's a great segue <laughs> into you. Aperitivo, uh, episode number 304 of Hannibal, or episode number 4, 304, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, this is this, this is the episode that sort of explains what happened after the end of the season finale of season 2, where everyone got dead. <laughs> they got dead real good. And everyone got real dead real good. And so... Uh, we see who survived and who didn't. Now we know definitively who survived and who didn't. Uh, which, which looks Just like everyone but everyone. Abigail. But Abigail. Well, yeah. You know, well, I thought we thought Abigail survived. That was a cool little bait and switch. The first person we saw was Abigail. We're like, oh, Abigail lived. Everyone else is dead. And now we know Abigail's dead and everyone else lived. And everybody else so, um So we'll get into that and what that means. A little worse and, for wear, though. A little worse <laughs> for wear, yeah. Especially old, uh, 
old Dr. Uh, Crap Weasel himself. Too bad Flippo's not here. The return of the, <laughs> the, 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 the triumphant return of Dr. Crap Weasel. Hold on. Who's Dr. Crap Weasel? Is that Dr. Uh, Dr. Dr. Children? Children? Yes. yes. <laughs> That's what we called him for seasons one and two. Yeah. Uh, I think that was, uh, I think, I think his full name was, uh, King High Fish. <laughs> King High oh, so Shit good. Crap Weasel or something. I forget. Something, like that. something very Joe Flippo. detailed and very uh, but I sh- We should say that I'm Joe Braswell, if you don't know who I am. Uh, check out, hello, hello to everyone who's streaming us live on the East Coast feed. Hello. And uh, I'm joined, as always, by the lovely Dua Casey. Hi. Welcome, everybody. And also by the equally lovely Julia Carley. Oh, well, thank you. Hello, everybody. And <laughs> as you can see, we're not joined by the uh, lovely Joe Sanfilippo because as we teased he last teased week, he was having a baby. Yep, because he's was, joined by his baby. He wasn't having a baby. His <laughs> wife was having a baby. He was having a baby uh, as, as we were doing our show. Yes, uh, so he has a lovely little girl who's in addition to their family. So congratulations to Joe Flippo. She's very cute. And she's adorable. He's uh, all girls now, right? No boys? Oh, yes. He's all girls, just like me. All girls. <laughs> Just like you. We're all, this is what we do. So it's our punishment for uh, no. for being uh, uh, such wonderful guys. That's it. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. Being surrounded by a lot of ladies is not bad. It it's so much worse. Yeah. Yes. Well. Well. Present company included. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There you go. Well, Good work. No jokes. Uh, okay. So let's get into this episode. Like so, uh, aperitivo. Uh, as, as I said earlier, a uh, little quick question for you: How do you record this week's episode of Hannibal? On your aperitivo. Ayo. Oh, Joe Braswell. Jokes. Yes. So uh, you can rewind and fast forward in the aperitivo. <laughs> and pause. In real time. All right. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's really, I don't know. I got, I got to lighten up the mood. Like the show's not, the show's, you know, we got some, got some cancellation news. Okay. So, uh, this episode is, you know, like we, we, sp- it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Bit these last four, I really sort of admire and very interested in the way they've chosen to tell this story. Uh, Brian Fuller sort of to like tell this story in a very, um, sort of a, I don't say deconstructed way, but like I said, we had this cliffhanger, like a big, pretty you know, bloodbath of a crisp cliffhanger in season mm-hmm. two. And then it's like, what happens? And the first thing we see is not, you know, normally you think you would see what happened, that we would pick up where we left off. But no, we see Hannibal and Dr. Bedelia off in Europe doing their thing. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, what about it? Where's all the bloody people on the floor? So uh, that was an interesting way to sort of get us back into Hannibal. And then episode two, we see Will, and we kind of get his backstory, and we see Will and then um, uh, and Abigail, or so we thought, and so we get going on there, and a little bit of hint to Jack. Uh, well, now it's episode three, we get Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now we get to find out what happened to everyone else, very specifically. Sweeping up the floor. Yes. Because, so... Let, let's Mopping th- up the blood. Let's start, let's, the blood. <laughs> let's start with Dr. Crapweasel, because he got shot in the face. Sure did. And, you know, we were like, how... Because he's in the books, he's alive, but... How do you get shot in the face and make it out? I was so certain. He was one of the ones I was so certain didn't make it out. I'm usually pretty like, oh, no, 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 guys. Just wait. Just wait. I didn't see a body. There's no way. But that shot to the face was like, 
dude, Flippo, he's totally dead. Like, and we thought about face. it. We thought about it. A Good little thing bit. you didn't bet. You'd be like, you'd be wearing a yellow blouse. And I, I love the way they showed that too. How they actually showed the bullet penetrating oh, and like gross. where it went. And I just, I th- it's graphic, but they make it so artistic. It's not like it's not like you have to turn your head from the screen. You can actually watch it because it's visually stunning. It's visually stunning. And well, I like how they did that with every character. You yeah. know, they really showed the medicine behind each injury uh-huh. for each person who had a fateful evening. That oh, night. oh, the medicine you're calling it. <laughs> Well, yes. The medicine. The, the, I mean, we saw so, some so like, skeletal breaks. We're seeing. Right. We're getting clinical about it. Sure, I, I love it. Um, surgery action. That's medicine. It, it's you know we did see uh, um, we so we did see exactly what happened uh, to Doctor Shelton and uh, this episode was not directed by our guy uh, Vincenzo. It was directed by Mark Jopes. So, but he's still using the same visual language that uh, that. Um, that was used in episode one, two, th- one through three, which is of course set up is so great in the pilot and then seasons one and a little bit two by David Slade and, and Brian Fuller. This sort of the, the, this the very this this visual language we know of Hannibal, which is sort of like this like this slow motion and close ups and and sort of the surreal. Um, it's a surrealist view of, of what's happening with these murders and, and the food and everything else, and so so we got more of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, is it me, and I'm not complaining, but is the show getting more and more graphic? It's pretty graphic. Well, I mean, I, I know it's a newsflash after, after, after the guy who saw Cello Neck in season two, but, I mean, I don't know. Like This was pretty clinical and graphic. Okay. I believe. I think, but I like I like it that way. I think that if you start if you start a show, first of all, I'm shocked by the fact that it's so graphic and on NBC. I would think that it would be a little bit more tame. I think they're really right. kind of going for it. Um, but if you start a show with so graphic, you really have nowhere to go. If you kind of start it, you know, a little bit less graphic, and then you kind of can raise and raise and raise. It's like, where do you go once you hit that point where it's just so graphic you can't? Like, how do you shock people, or how do you take right. it to the next level? I mean, that's probably the the the, the you know, most the laziest take of all time. Hannibal's graphic, <laughs> you know, like what, what, what a hot take, Joe Braswell. But I don't know, <laughs> you know, it's it, it, uh, it was shocking. So yeah, the bullet through the thing, and then you saw mm-hmm. the teeth, and then the back, and then the explosion out of the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that we're seeing the process of the injuries because before we would see, right before he would kill someone, maybe a little bit of the chase, and then we'd see the aftermath of what right. he built them into, and then how he's cooking them. We never actually saw um, the specifics. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe right. that's a morbid thing to enjoy for me, but I like to see it. Broken down. Oh, he was broken because down. Because everything right. he did was very specific. Right, They're very, very specific. Well, this is the thing that was interesting. Like, I, it just makes you wonder, and, I, and this couldn't possibly be the case. But we talked about how, you know, he, he knew exactly where to cut Will and knew exactly mm-hmm. what to do. So I mean, he, he wouldn't die. He couldn't possibly know exactly where and how to shoot. It wasn't his intention. He didn't leave. shoot her. Shoot. I dead. mean, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't Chilton. Okay, never mind. Who? That, that was, was uh, uh, the FBI agent who yeah, yeah, had yeah, yeah, been yeah, yeah. kidnapped. That's right. That's right. Okay, thank His you. His name very I much. forget. No, so I was going to say like that's like that was not. I got you're right. I got confused there. Okay, that's right. So so he lives. So so, so Chilton's bumping around uh, on this on this on this mission, if you will, to sort of like recruit. Everyone like like like. He's building an army. Yeah, yeah he's it's like it's like, army, the, exactly. dirt, the, the, the Magnificent Seven or the Dirty Dozen or something. Like he's <laughs> going around like a Tarantino movie, finding you know each bounty hunter or whatever he needs to get to go get Hannibal, which is kind of cool. <laughs> Bad and it, news bears. And I love how like he shows up with these beautiful uh, hydrangeas every time. He, he's like it's, the hydrangeas is like his key, but um, 
which which he, which he had in almost every scene. Ooh, um, I, I wonder what that means. I bet there's something behind that. I should have looked that up. I also looked at Bella's funeral. There, there was hydrangeas everywhere as well. So I don't know if that was. I don't know if that's just a the interesting. Set, yeah, the, the production designer's favorite favorite flower, or if it has some specific meaning. I don't know. But uh, I knew that, that I know that that was there. If you're watching um, online, feel free to write in. Yeah, um, I'm having some internet issues, so I haven't. I can't even connect to our folks who are watching us online and, and streaming live. So I apologize for that, but we will catch up with you guys shortly. Uh, yeah, so so he goes around and we see him first talking to uh, Mason Verger, and we get our first look at at, at Joe Anderson as Mason Verger. Uh, mm-hmm. Not quite the same as uh, as as your boy uh, Michael Michael Pitt. Pitt. Who we love, and who love. did a great job, great maniacal, very, so very, you know, icky performance, creepy, a creepy mm-hmm. performance. And, 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 I'm eating myself. Uh, I'm eating myself. <laughs> I love him so much. But but Johannesson seems to be pretty, doing pretty good. Yeah. And it's, it's actually a really cool thing. Uh, I wonder if this is intentional to be able to. I mean, because there's so much makeup and it's so much. You know, I'm sorry, he's so. Unrecognizable, mm-hmm. you know, in this in this fully eaten, scarred face. So that technically it could be anyone. He's got the voice down. He's got the, he's got the spiky he's got hair. The hair. So I mean, you know, uh, it seems about right. I'm not n- none of that is really seems out of place to me. Um, but the, I want to talk about the scene when we first see them together, where uh, he says like, "You show me your face, I'll show you mine." Mm-hmm. It was sort of very much. There's something very sort of like almost seductive about that back and forth. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll take out my contact. Mm-hmm. I'll take off my mask. Well, even that that <laughs> phrase, know. I mean, that phrase, you show me mine, I'll show you yours, right. comes from, like, that is a very, that has a lot of sexual connotation like to I, it. I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'll show you later. <laughs> right, <laughs> hey, holy, holy, I'll show you mine. hey No. But yeah, I mean, that was, I mean, what did you guys make of that scene? Was it like... Well, I, I like the fact that it was very seductive. I mean, he's in bed, for starters, right. and then you have, you know, the everything as far as the set design is very, like, very dark, very very seductive right. and the whole you know the mural that's behind him like I you know what you might think the show is graphic you might like the show you might not like the show but regardless it is visually stunning sure. all the time and I always feel entertained visually um but yeah, it was almost like a it's like some type of odd standoff or power power struggle right. in those moments. You know, a lot of um, non written dialogue, if you will. What's it? What's interesting? What I, well, go ahead. Go ahead sorry, guys. what I found to be interesting when we le- when uh, the finale of season two, um, right before Hannibal, uh, or right maybe right after he stabbed Will, uh, he said something to the effect of, "Do you believe you could change me the way I changed you?" And mm-hmm. Will retorted with, "I already have." But what I'm enjoying in this episode is seeing how all the victims of that night of Hannibal, um, how they've changed. And I really think that that scene, that opening scene, set the tone of who these people have become with the taking off of the masks and the taking off of the airs, right. and, the and then revealing what their what what they've become, their motivation is right. now. And how they've all been touched, and how everything has changed. Sure, that's good. And by the way, crap weasel not looking so good. You know, that was a really cool effect with the droopy eyes. Yeah, the droopy oh, eyes. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the thingamabob. Oh, I mean, that's a oh, huge man. piece of metal in his yeah, face, to keep his keeping whole his eye socket up. up. Yeah, ew. Ooh. So uh, <laughs> that was interesting. Um, and, and so we and we like we like Joe Anderson, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so far, so good. So far, so good. So I like his voice. Good job. Yeah, I'll take yeah, it. Except you know. when he's drooling all over himself. Oh, that's when right. he's <laughs> the hottest possible. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, when she said that, some you know, he, sometimes some people find it hard to talk to him if you, yeah. you know, if you're in trouble, I'll talk to him. I thought like, is he going to say gross stuff to him? Like, oh yeah, he yeah. might do stuff like he that. Say a couple gross things. And what yeah. was the right. thing with the chocolate? Well, if, if you remember, there was some bit last season he did, and I can't remember. They were doing uh, a tour with some orphans or something kids. like that. I don't know. And I then mean, he sort of, like, mentally, briefly, very briefly, like, sort of, like, mentally tortured this little girl about why she was an orphan, something like that, and then offered her a chocolate. <laughs> I can't remember someone, specifically. Someone lime streamer, uh, you know, oh, Nefertiti, Molina, Chris Miller, help, help us out on this. What was the deal with the chocolate? <laughs> you, 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 and, and, don't and, and take you chocolate know. From, from, from Mason, Mason Berger. Uh, Verger. Verger? Yes. Verger. <laughs> um, so anyway, so, um, so we got, so we, so we saw that, and then we had that, that nice exchange from them, and then, you know, we know that there's a price on Hannibal's head for a million dollars, and, and Dr. Crap Weasel is there, you know, um, very, very interested. Seems to have a dual, he has, he has a dual, uh, uh, meaning, I mean, he, he, dual reason for wanting Hannibal. He really, really, really wants Hannibal mm. in his care. If you will, he really wants Hannibal in his care, as, as we know from you know Red Dragon and Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. That's exactly where he ends up. But he wants him in his care, and he wants to be able to capitalize on Hannibal because he's already trademarked Hannibal to Cannibal. He's ready to write this book. He's ready, like he, you know. So it's a weird thing. Like he, he doesn't want revenge on him like everyone else does, like to take him out and kill him per se. But he, or maybe he does. But he definitely wants him institutionalized for him. And I think that's the motivation, right? Like he wants him. He wants him in his institution. What is, what is Chilton's motivation here? Obviously, it's profit, but it's, it's, it's profit and revenge. Or is it profit motivated? motivated? It's definitely not science. So is it profit I or is it revenge? I think there's also a little ego involved. You know? Like, uh, who was it that said no? I think Bloom said he didn't want you. Obviously, he didn't so, want you. And he wanted him so badly. He right. wanted to be him and be like him. First, the so first thing he wanted to be besties. Are you saying that down, like underneath everything, it's almost like a jealousy thing? Like, I want to be the one that wins. I want to, not only do well, I, I want to capture you, I want to capitalize on who you are and then be envious because I'm not as cool as you. Right. I mean, well, it's very cool that we get to sort of backstory on Chilton because we see him in, in, uh, in Red Dragon and Silence of the Lambs as, as, you know, I mean, that's crap weasel then, even in the movies. But, you know, he's also very smarmy and the same guy, but he's also wrote the books and, and, and capitalized on Hannibal. But now we see this sort of stuff that led up to that. I think it's kind of cool to see, you know, the full... Crap weasel. And, um, you it's know, sort of like if uh, you're not going to love yeah. me, it's sort of like if you're not going to love me, I'm not going to let you love anybody else, and I'm going to keep you all to myself and right. lock you away and not let you have any contact, and you'll be mine, all mine. Huh. He's like a crazy ex-boyfriend. Yes, right. exactly. That's what I was equating that to in yeah. my head. And ex-girlfriends don't do that because women yeah. are perfect. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, so there's that, and then. Um, and then the next thing we see is we get to get to back to Will, you know, and we get to see sort of Will in this in this other moment where he's really struggling, like he's sort of fantasizing, if you will, about what would happen if, you know, like we're getting into more where where Will's head was because towards the end of you know uh, episode ten and season episode thirteen, I'm sorry, in season two, mm-hmm. um, two thirteen. We, you don't really know where Will's going with this. Like, you know, he he warns Hannibal just like, uh, just like, uh, uh, uh Hobbs did, 
it's like just like Hannibal oh, did yes, the Hobbs, to Hobbs in the pilot. In the very first episode. Um, you know, they know, you know, and, they, they, and so uh, he warns them. He's sitting there, like he, he has this invitation to go away. There's this potential for family with him and Abigail and and Will and Will and Hannibal are very much, you know, you know, in love, if you will. And Will, you know, betrays Hannibal, but yet doesn't betray him all the way because he lets them know they're coming for him, which in turn maybe costs everyone almost their lives, including Will and Abigail. Well, I love that conversation that he was having with Jack in that flashback um, when he was working on, I guess, the boat um, about when did you make the decision to tell him. And he says, I didn't make the decision. I just, it was compulsive. I called him and I debated while the phone was ringing and then I didn't know what I was going to do until he picked up. Which I liked his complete honesty. And and then like he still went for it. He's like, well, why? Is it because I wanted wanted him to get away? I wanted to go with him. And I was like, oh, I wanted to get away. That's not so bad. And I wanted to go with him. Because he was my friend. Yeah, because he was my friend. And I was like, okay. And I wanted him to get away. Okay. And I want to go with him. Just like, whoa. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> whoa. Uh-oh. You want to go with him? <laughs> too far. Too yeah, far. too far, <laughs> Will. Uh, um, go ahead. I, you know, we were wondering when we saw Will in the, in the beginning of the, in the episode two of this season, what happened in those eight months. And now we're seeing him vacillating and sort of formulating a plan and coming to terms with what happened to him and what he wants. I don't know. Like this is what I'm. Well, well, I want to talk about that in a second, but I do want to just before I get to this that thing, I do want to touch on that weird fantasy moment he had of like an alternate reality where at that dinner where they all were together, Mm -hmm. that Will and Hannibal just let Jack have it. You know, slit the throat, and Will holds him down, and Hannibal does the business, and and they high five and. They grab Abigail and they're off to Europe together. You know, uh, like they, you know, what a life that would have been. Wouldn't have been, yes. Uh, but uh, you know, regret, maybe regretfully, Will didn't choose that. Yeah. I, mean, is he, I mean, he's still thinking about it. Now, are we led to believe that that's where he he was early days in this middle of this eight months in this flashback, or are we led to believe that's where he is now? Because what I, what I feel like. I feel like what we're getting at is during this eight months, Will has had all these doubts and all this time to think about it and where he's coming from and these things have happened along these eight months. And I think he's come to the conclusion that I've got to take Hannibal down and I'm going to get Hannibal and bring him to justice. I think that's where he's at, that's where he is now. I believe his hunt for Hannibal is genuinely a hunt for Hannibal. Like he's he's there to take him down, um, and Jack's there to follow him, and a lot is there to follow Jack. And Clinton and Verger will follow them all. But I think that uh, we were led to believe in episodes two and three that we didn't know quite what Will's motivations are. Like, is he going to like embrace Hannibal when he sees him? Is he going to beg for forgiveness? Is he going to try to kill him? Is I don't bring even him think in? he knows. I think he knows now. Like, this one, this one, I'm positing. I'm positing that I think that he, I think that he's there for a specific reason. I think that all those. All, all of those questions he had to ask himself happened during that eight months. I feel like he came to a conclusion, and now he's off to go do the deal. This is what I think. I don't know. Another option. Okay. <laughs> is that possibly? Um, he's seeing all these people who have been changed and touched by Hannibal over these last eight months, uh, sort of amassing this army and um, mm-hmm. bonding together and sharing ideas and, and leads. Maybe he wants to be the first one to get to him to tip him off. That they're all coming for you. Oh, that's another wow! Nice alternate theory, Jules. I like that. I like it too. There's just a part of me that really sees 
Will and Hannibal as the same person in like a lot of what I just feel like they're just, you know, they're so intertwined either, you know, not emotionally. They're so, they have so many similarities that, yeah, I mean, I like, I like that. I like that it would, I could, I could see him going to, um, you know, kind of like take Hannibal and bring him in, but I just don't think, I think that once he saw him and was face to face with him, he couldn't do that. They have too much of a connection. Well, there's a lot either. of that's kind of a lot of what season two was about, really. The, the, the whole two sides of the same coin, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, we're, we're they you know, even had that scene where their faces merged together. Yeah, this season, yeah. Who was yeah. Who. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's, it's interesting. I and, and so we have you know that we had that great scene with you know with Jack and um, and and Will, and then we also had um, the scene where Chilton shows up. We also see what really happened uh, where when when Will emerged from his. Um, his slicing open, mm-hmm. you know, bed. And in, in episode two, we saw Abigail came in and, and, and said those things. Like, you know, just sort of cut us. He wanted us to live, that conversation. And we see now it was actually really Chilton who we had, had that conversation with. Um, that was kind of well known when they saw he's kind of blurry. We saw a little bit of Abigail and then we see, you know, Dr. Chilton. Um, and, uh, with, with, of course, the hydrangeas in hand. And, um, yeah, I mean, so that conversation continued and, I don't know. I mean, do, do you what, I, do you, do you think what Chilton is saying to Will is resonating with Will, or does he does he just like is he really just sort of blowing him off entirely? I would go along with blowing off entirely. Right. The whole you know, like I literally feel your pain. We were both accused, and like we went through the same exact thing. I think he's like bullshit. We did not right. go nearly through yeah, the same thing, exactly. dude. You don't even know, yeah. bro. Yeah, you were in love with Lecter like I was. Yeah, but I mean, it's a sh- it's a shame for Chilton because you know Will would be the perfect guy for him. He's exactly the person that he wants on his team, right? And exactly the person that he needs to you know capture Hannibal. But yeah, I don't think that I don't even think that he wants to hear what he has to say. Well, no. I, well, as we talked about, I really think that um, what ultimately is is happening is like you know Will either either whether Will likes it or not. He's going to lead Chilton and Verger to Hannibal, so we'll see how that works out. Are you saying like unintentional, like like Chilton's just going to follow Will, and Will will eventually lead him to I Hannibal? I think Will is. I think I think Will Jack's going to follow Will. Bloom's going to follow Jack, and Jack's going to tip off Chilton and mm-hmm. Verger, and they're all going to end up there, like in a big posse. <laughs> we'll ready, for a, ready for a rumble? Ready for a rumble or, rumble or, or, or something like that. Ding dong. Um, oh, my internet's back up. Wonderful. Um, so, oh, yeah, so now I can find out. Um, I'm looking, looking for, for? The cho- I'm looking for the chocolate. Someone talk. Say something. So, somebody say something. <laughs> you guys, you guys um, talk. So, so, Jack, uh, so Jack killed his wife. Jack killed <laughs> Bella. Why, why? Why did Jack kill Bella? Like, it was he putting her out of her misery? Was yes. there a conversation that was had that I missed about like, if I ever get to a point, I want you to take me out? Well, I have two things that I'm thinking about this. First of all, Bella tried to kill herself last season, mm-hmm. and Hannibal brought her back. Mm-hmm. So perhaps that is her her deepest wish. Um, but an interesting thing: the last thing she said to him before we saw that scene, their next scene together, where he did administer, um, I'm assuming morphine or God knows what, um, that you can cut out what's killing you. And I'm wondering if her slow death is killing him. 
and it's stopping Ooh. him from moving forward and getting ish done with Hannibal. Yeah, I mean maybe. I mean I, I don't um, I don't I don't disagree with that. I, I, I want to say too, and I'll go back. Uh, it's going to see Gina Torres back, the, the real life wife of. Uh, of, uh, Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Um, it was always good to see her because she does she does wonderful uh, just wonderful work every mm-hmm. time we see her, even in these short scenes. Um, we did get to see Jack. Like what happened to Jack? You know, before we before I just want to do talk about we see that scene where Jack had that the glass or the thing in his in his neck, and he called Bella, which is the last thing we last thing we saw mm-hmm. in season two, um, and he's dead. And also the first thing we saw in season in uh in the season two opener. Remember that it opened with that yes, fight? Yes. And then it yeah. ended with that fight with Jack, you know, presumably dead. Um, he left that in. And I just think, for, I just want to say, I think the scenes with, you know, with, with um, Bella and Jack are just beautiful. Mm-hmm. They've, they've, they've always been like beautiful and heartbreaking. And like, and like again, I, I want to see if we can string together all those scenes with Jack and Bella from, from all, all the seasons mm-hmm. into this sort of like beautiful, like one act play, or like not one act play, but this sort of like its own, that relationship as we see it through like, mm-hmm. like the pain, the ups and downs, the cancer, the sticking together, yeah. all the way up through her death. Is she having is, hair too? No, she didn't. Uh, no, I don't think. Did I make that up? I th- well, he thought that she was having an affair, and then it was actually cancer. Right. But, and the, but how he came to that realization was so beautiful because it, it's kind of like what makes a like a real marriage. He heard something that somebody else was saying, and all of her behaviors, which he thought was infidelity, just kind of clicked that she yeah. was keeping from him that she had the cancer. And then right. that conversation was just so beautiful. That's right. Yeah, and so, and so these... So, right. Good work. So, <laughs> so the fact that like he called her and he really, like, he was okay with dying, and the way they personified that with having some of the blood go up in slow motion, almost rising, mm-hmm. as if, like, he's he's leaving this, leaving this, you know, this earth... And then obviously he called her and she, you know, whatever. I'm assuming that she called the police and he made it. Um, but that they were like in that hospital together holding hands. The last thing he was holding was a phone. He wakes up, he's holding her hand. And it was just very touching. And the thing she was saying, you know, like she said, you know, don't. Um, for once your stubbornness is working out, or like for once I'm happy that you're stubborn. It was yes. very cute. Like that. Yeah, yeah, it was just really, really, and he, and he was explaining, like, look, I, I, I wanted to, I thought I could leave you. I wonder if I can hear your voice. I can leave you. And she said, stop trying to put yourself on the ground with me or something. Mm-hmm. Well, she says mm-hmm. that what she said. Yeah. Like, all that stuff was like heartbreaking. Heart-wrenching. Heart-wrenching, but also beautiful and sweet, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then the bit uh, where she says, or she kind of, you know, this is where this is where I think that she got him with the, uh, I'm going to go get Hannibal, is, you know, I can't cut out what's in me, but you can cut out what's in you. In other what's words. killing you. Yeah, yeah, basically. I can't cut out what's killing me. You can cut out what's killing you. You know, and um, so that. So then he kills her. It's like. Oh. Wait, wait a second. Oh, boom. I said a Was he talking about her? <laughs> That's what I just said. Yeah. Oh, you said that. I, I might, just said that. Yeah. I was too busy he, in my own head thinking yeah. like she was talking about Hannibal this whole time. But, but, well, the thing oh, is, it's no. however you want to perceive it. So then he kills her because it was, and, and, um, Julia brought up this point and it was just beautiful that what's killing him is watching his wife die. Right. And exactly. that's, that, you know, that, that is what, like, he can't, like, he's really in this stagnant place. He can't move forward. He can't go backwards. He's just, like, 
you know, so just ri- he ripped off the band. Oh, and everything was, about her her death and the slow death, this realization of cancer, is wrapped up in a nice, pretty little bow of Hannibal because he yes. sort of manipulated all of it and all of their feelings through it, mm-hmm. uh, down to her trying to kill him, uh, trying to kill herself in front of him, her him letting it happen and then bringing her back, right? Um, to re- uh, helping her reveal it to Hannibal to her therapy sessions with Hannibal. I mean, to Jack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's all intertwined. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm telling you, all that that sub storyline was just—I think it's just beautifully written and and, and, and just beautiful. It was my favorite part of the episode. I think that that storyline was my favorite part of this particular episode. Right. I, I, I enjoy it throughout the series, but you know, it's also it's also particularly good this episode as well. It, it definitely played in reality, where a lot of stuff in this show plays in a, a surreal sort of world right. as well. This hit home. Oh, that's a really good point because when you take something like a disease, like cancer, all of a sudden it becomes very real, mm-hmm. and, and so it kind of like show. yeah. It it has like yeah, and a point where you can kind of you know yeah. And for a show that does it does a lot of death and a lot of death scenes and a lot of people dying, a lot of people uh, killed in very brutal ways, and mm-hmm. then uh, so sort of made beautifully prepared, you know, with with his food. I thought that the Bella's death scene was also like it was strangely beautiful. It was really like sort of touching and the way he, they, he held her and all that stuff was really really touching. And then you know even though I didn't really need to see this, but her you know getting sort of prepared for uh, for the wake, all mm-hmm. that stuff, the lipstick and the dress and all that stuff, those close ups there, mm-hmm. you're getting chilling. I mean, I'll take it over like you know Hannibal slicing open an, an, you know an abdomen or an arm, but it's still like it's, it's kind of what we're used to seeing in this show, mm-hmm. um, but done in a sort of a different tasteful way and really sort of respecting that. It's also relatable feelings. I mean, most of us aren't crazy psychopaths who fantasize about, you know, eating people and killing them and setting them up in these crazy, intricate ways. Right. This happens Mm -hmm. all the time. Beautiful. Hannibal also left a note at... The, now, was that the actual funeral? Because it... Well, I don't know if it was a funeral, if it was a wake. Was it just the viewing before the viewing. funeral? The viewing, Not okay. The, wake. the viewing, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Hannibal and his impeccable handwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the very cultured, beautiful Hannibal and all that, all that handwriting. He, he uh, lets him know, which also, I think, really got Jack going. That too. felt so well, invasive to me. Really? That really did not Sorry well for your loss, me. Jack. I don't think it sat well with Jack either. Did you see the way that he grabbed the card and almost like... Yeah, it definitely did not sit well. Just, I mean, it was just a small little nuance thing, but... Um, I want to. Yeah. Um, we'll get back to that in a second. I want to also thank you guys again for for watching us on iTunes and watching us live streaming us again here right now and watching us on iTunes, listening on iTunes, <laughs> watching on YouTube, and live streaming us. We really appreciate it here at AfterBuzz, and we also want to remind you again. Um, we you know we've been talking about the show coming up. It's this great special that our our ho- our, our, our CEO and founder uh, Maria Nunos is hosting with uh, her good friend uh, Juliana Hoff. I can't remember that right. Huff. Huff. Juliana Huff. Juliana Huff. I can never say it right. She, the Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so Juliana. So they're producing so, this, right? Right. Juliana, the co are hosting the show, um, and they're producing it. It's, uh, you know, Dance Battle America. Uh, it, it, it's this cool thing, sort of like that, that started with Maria and, and, and Juliana did it over the holidays, and they'd post these things back and forth, and they got kind of viral and cool, and now we're doing this. They were doing the we. We now. <laughs> Juliana, Maria, and I decided. <laughs> Listen. Uh, so, so they're doing this show uh, where basically anyone in America, the average person, could could, could send in 
all, send in your, um, your, your, your dance videos and then we can have this sort of dance bat- battle. And this is happening right now. I mean, you can send your stuff to dancebattleamericacasting.com, dancebattleamericacasting.com, uh, send your videos and, uh, and you don't have to be like a crazy professional dancer like Julianne Huff is. They just yeah. want you like feel it, yeah. get creative, have right. fun. Did I say wait? They're they're producing. They're producing. I, okay, I said they're hosting. They're yeah, producing. I think they're producing. They're they're hundred percent producing. Yeah, I know they're producing. But, I don't but, think they're but they're not hosting for sure. So I'm sorry if I said that. Uh, and then um, what else did I do, need to say? Uh, <laughs> that's it. Joe, Joe's going to get his video, his old school VHS videotape of his yeah, dancing I'm, out, and I'm, I'm going to get my. It's I'm gonna, so yeah. good. It's good. I'm, I'm going to submit my. On the floor my, of his high school gym. My <laughs> old school. Me, do, me doing Bobby Brown running man. There's, there's a touch. Uh, so you'll see what the, happens. The kid in play. Uh, remember that? Yeah, I, I do. I do, sadly. <laughs> sadly, and I was very good at it. Um, anyway, so that's that. So check it out. Uh, Dance Battle America. And, and check it out. Submit your videos to dancebattleamericacasting.com. Submit your videos. That's do all I got. it. Um, and what else? Hannibal. Where were we? Hannibal. That's what we're doing the show. It's a great Let's dance our way back over to Hannibal. Oh, do a little soft shoe. Uh, Shuffle off the buffalo. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, let's get into uh, my, my my favorite. Um, you know, one of my favorite women uh, on the show is a lot. Doctor Lana Bloom. It's no secret her. that I'm I'm a big fan. Uh, although, Julia was really sad that she wasn't paralyzed. No, well, and I, and I, I and was, and I was really sad that I mean, the show. She's so paralyzed, man. She's so paralyzed. I, I was having a very odd, <laughs> odd moment when she was sort of all, all, all you know, broken boned and pent up. But I was like, oh, she's so hot. She, she's like another, another, th- another example of a great artistic shot. Like the ceilings were really high. Yeah. It was like, when do you go to a hospital and your hips are in right. place like that? It was uh, the most serene, lovely, <laughs> heaven-like hospital I have ever seen. Caroline yeah. Duvar Duvarnis. We always mess, we, we do this, too. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to try it. I know. But when we interviewed her. We did. She yes. was lovely. She was lovely. She's, she's flirt- even she's, prettier she's, in person. She was flirting with me so hard. No, not Caroline. Caroline. It's um, that's the one who I love so much. Um, um, <laughs> oh, my I'm God. Blanking. I'm blanking, too. I'll look it up. Keep talking. Oh, no. <laughs> That's my cricket noise. That's really good. Keep talking. <laughs> anyway, um, whatever her name is, I love her <laughs> so much. Uh, Caroline so, Davernos. Oh, I had it right. It's Car- it's Caroline. Caroline. Oh, Caroline Davernos. Oh, okay, Caroline Davernos. It's Caroline because she's like French Canadian, right? Yes, she okay. is. Caroline. Yeah. Caroline, sorry. All right, sorry, Davernos. <laughs> sorry, I, 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 I panic. I thought we had the wrong name completely. All right, anyway, back to better. anyway. Right. She, she was funny with me. Anyway, uh, it was good to see her back. <laughs> Uh, in my world, uh, she Fun it's, in his good, world. It, it, it's good to see her back. Uh, we thought she'd be paralyzed. She was not paralyzed. She was not, uh, but broke a lot of bones and seems to be very, very. It seems to be not, when when now when when Doctor Chilton came calling with the hydrangeas to her, she's listening. Mm-hmm. She's like f Hannibal. You know, this is what I have let me let me put on my red coat. I'll be right over. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's right <laughs> that. sweep up and updo. Yeah. So I mean, first and foremost, what, what, so your take? So she's she bought into Chilton, and then she went to as part of her her, her agreeing with Chilton. She went to uh, Verger as a part of. I mean, explain how did this? Do you know how this whole thing worked? Was it Chilton came and gave her the rap, and she's like, "Let's do this," and then she went well, to Verger. Mason, like, how does this work? Verger fired, in essence, Chilton. Right. He released him of his psychiatric services, which is really what he was technically supposed to be doing. So now his new psychiatrist is Alana Bloom. Got it. 
Aha. Aha. I like how she gets to the um the that huge mansion yep. with the horses and then she's like, Can you tell him I'm here? And they're like, Oh, he knows. Oh yeah. He does. Dun dun dun. She was pretty sinister. She was pretty dark. I will say though, she said when she was all had all those pins in her, um, the doctor said a lot of bone marrow got into her blood and she was thinking differently. Yeah, yeah. So that could be an influence of why she's a little crazy, focused, and vengeful. That's an astute observation. That oh. is exactly right, yeah. It was good to see old Margot. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. looking good. Yeah, she's, she's, it's always fun to see Margot. Yeah, we love Margot. Uh, the chocolate, we, we kind of got half answers. Like, it was remember he collected tears and he almost gave the chocolate and then he withheld the chocolate to get the kid to cry and he collected the tears. Is that the deal? I don't remember. The chocolate? Really, I, don't. I don't know. I'm sorry. All right. I have I to. That's what they were saying. Go here. back and look. Uh, thank you, Tyler. Devarness. Devarness is uh, more like Da. Davarness. Tyler says online. Okay. Anyway, um, so yeah, so that was interesting. So we got we got that and, and we also get to some of the, we got to see what happened with Mason and his sort of skin graft reconstruction um, from the face and like The medicine. The medicine, <laughs> yes. And we got to see him get the massage by his by his, you know by Cordell. Cordell, the the orderly slash henchman. Yeah. Talk about know. sinister. Cordell's pretty sinister. Yeah. Yeah, Cordell's got Cordell's like, whatever you need, buddy. Yeah. He's like, Oh, can you massage my face? And by the way, I need to prepare Hannibal. <laughs> to be eaten <laughs> alive. He's like, how you want him? Yeah. Yeah. It's like no problem. Like, totally hold on, cool let me massage it. this cheekbone. How do you want him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so... Uh, so that, I liked his analogy of scar being... The scar tissue being uh, a, a person's self, uh, self-preservation. Right. Form of self-preservation. And now all of them are covered in scars. Right. And we see every scar in this episode. Um, we gotta start wrapping up soon here, but like I just wanna, but so I wanna just draw this all together. So Jack and, so Jack had the conversation with Crap Weasel as well. Um, you know, and, and, it, but the conversation with Jack and Alana Bloom at, tell, was telling when he's talking about looking out the window, I was hoping things would be different. Oh, um, and the conversation he had with Will, um, the conversation with Alana saying Will knows what he has to do. I mean, it was all, it's all subtext there, but like I said, I get, I'm getting the impression that Jack is going after, I mean, I don't know if Jack's going after Hannibal or Jack's going after Will. I get the impression, I know I said this earlier, Jack's going after Han- Will, but I think Jack's going after Hannibal as well. Jack does not want Will to go after Hannibal, so I don't think that Jack would go after Hannibal. I don't know. I think Jack's pretty pissed about Hannibal. I think Jack is, I think Jack is now that Bella's gone, Jack, I'm, I'm changing my, this is going to, well, let me, I'll save that for predictions. For <laughs> a second. Um, uh, anything else on this episode we want to miss because before we get the news and notes predictions, um, do they get out of here? Taste is the constant. I really liked that. Taste is the constant. That was a really cool thing, and yes. it's sort of been a constant throughout this entire series. Yes, yes. That's a, that's, that is the constant. That's uh, how we're going to find him. Also, very little Hannibal, very little actual Hannibal in this episode. You know, mm-hmm. we saw him writing, we saw his wonderful uh, pen, pen, penmanship, writing the letter, mm-hmm. and we saw the flashbacks, and that was it. Um, okay, uh, just, just quick news and news and gossip, but not news and gossip, very quick. Um, so, as we know, Hannibal's been not renewed um, by NBC, but... Uh, on Deadline.com, Brian Fuller did an interview talking about the uh, the possibility of this thing coming back on Amazon, which makes a whole lot of sense because Amazon's been. I think I think it's, excuse me. I think I think streaming ser- services are like a great way to go because mm-hmm. they have a crap load of Netflix or Amazon. Or you're not worried about time. Well, they have don't. a crap load of money. Is yeah. what it is. Like the Netflix and Amazon particularly have money to throw out these things. Probably mm-hmm. more money than Hannibal's seen in production thus far. And, they, and, they, and mm-hmm. so it would be great to see. 
season four with even more money for production that they have and also and more less, freedom. Yeah, less restrictions. You know, I mean, not yeah, that. No censor. No censor. So they talk about yeah. that. Now, now Brian Fuller is very conservative about this. He says probably 50 50 this would come back because mm-hmm. he's committed to do this other uh, adaptation of this thing. I forget what it's called. Something Gods. Uh, it's this great book. But like, he's doing that for stars. So I think he's sort of saying that there's a lot of, you know, balls in the air in terms of the stars commitment versus, you know, what, 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 Amazon would want, but they definitely want this to happen. But there's still so much story here. I mean, let me just get this straight. I mean, season three was definitely in the can before they found everything was done. So when season three ends... Like, however they had it end, it could probably end on, like, a huge cliffhanger. It or, could, yeah. Well, he like, said he has a whole arc. How many season arcs? I, th- I think it's, it started at seven, now seven, it's five. Now it's, now it's kind of, he okay, said five. Seven. Okay, Yeah. So <laughs> they, I, wait, no, he said seven in season one. He like, has it all planned out. Like, I really want him to fulfill his vision. But I think he, he, he said it now it's five. Cause okay. I think it's, because we're getting into Red Dragon in season three. Yes. So we're yes. going to get into Red Dragon in the back half of the season. We'll get into Red Dragon, which means season four and five, maybe we'll get into Hannibal and, and Silence of the Lambs, if we're allowed to, because on the rights to that, to that, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, so we'll see. But he says 50-50 chance. I like that. I love the idea. We Hannibal, um, um, Amazon already streams exclusively uh, Hannibal season one and two and three. So mm-hmm. Hannibal doing a new version. I mean, Amazon doing a new version of Hannibal seems to make too much sense. Yeah. Makes a whole lot of sense. But, you know, we'll see. People smarter than us will we'll make those decisions. So Hashtag hopefully, hopefully that will happen. Mm-hmm. Also tonight is the Saturn Awards, which is the sort of the sci-fi science fiction awards, which I attended last year. I'm not attending this year. Um, I'll put up the, the old pictures of Brian and I because Brian and Hannibal won a bunch of awards. Um, I got to hold Brian Saturn That's awards. A great picture. Yeah, post that. So I'll post that as well Were for the right Thursday. This year? Uh, of course, yes. <laughs> yeah, Martha's there. Uh, Martha told me that she couldn't be on our show tonight because she'll be at the Saturn Awards. This is before we knew what the news. Yes. You know, but Martha will probably be here uh, in the next coming weeks. If not next week, mm-hmm. the week after, we'll have Martha Fantastic. there right in the studio. Yeah, and if you have a chance to, I would actually recommend going back. Um, if you guys are listening, going back and listening. Martha said a lot of great stuff because you had her on season opener, season two. Sure. She talks a lot about the business and, you know, a lot of stuff that's actually pertaining to what's going on with yep. Hannibal right now. So yep. go ahead and well, get we'll that get, We'll get listen. into that when we have her on, too, as well, and then oh. next week or the week after. Uh, okay, that's it. Uh, predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Do not make me go first. I do not know. Well, Julia always goes first. Everyone knows that. <laughs> you actually had her go first last time. I did? Yeah. Oh, I screwed up. For the first time ever, I was oh. let off the hook. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's because I was, I was the new. Julia, you go first. Uh, well, I sort of said one of my predictions already that I think Will is going um, to <laughs> sailing to Italy so he can be the first one to get to Hannibal to warn him that this army is coming after him. Um... Just due to that one little clip we saw in the previews for next week, Bedelia and Hannibal were looking pretty comfortable, like maybe they were going to do it. Oh, oh. oh. going to do it. <laughs> and I think we'll see more of Margo. Is this your prediction? Hannibal going to do it? Okay. I think Hannibal going to do it. Just might do it. All right. That's, that's a good prediction. Oh, you've had worse. All right. I've had way worse. <laughs> Tua? Well, I think that I, I liked what you said earlier about uh, Dr. Bloom now that she had the bone marrow in her blood. So now mm-hmm. I think that we're going to see a completely different side to her. Oh, I yeah. think that th- something is going to open up and we're going to start to see this really just like dark, totally different person. Um, and I, uh, something about Crap Weasel and Will, mm-hmm. I think that there's going to be some type of manipulation or something going on there, but something is going to happen there as far as. You know, them manipulating Will to get information as to the whereabouts of something like that. Something right. to the, sure. that's, that's what I have now. 
This is still like it's the I hardest this, show in the world to predict. And I call this like the seed episode. I feel like this episode was really like it wasn't as exciting because they were planting all of the seeds for stuff that they're going to be unveiling later. Right. So it's too early to tell. A lot of info in this one. Um, I forgot to mention that that zinger. I, was, I don't know if it's a zinger or not that Mason said to to uh, Bella about uh, Bella. Mason said to uh, Alana, Alana Bloom about oh, Hannibal got got deeper inside you than he did anyone else. Was oh, that was that like a zing? Like, yeah. of course it was. Okay. She was digmatized. Okay. <laughs> That's why she's digmatized. She got deeper. And then uh, digmatized. Digmatized. Love uh, it. And then uh, uh, tran- trans trans substantiation. Trans substantiation. Is that eating yourself? Is that eating yourself? I don't know. I didn't look that up yet. And that's, that's, a, that's a new one on me. Uh, all right, prediction. I'm sorry. Uh, I predict. I kind of got convoluted on this whole thing, but I'm predicting that Jack actually is not only there to follow Will. He's there to help Will, or there to get Hannibal himself. I think Jack is also sort of. He's seen the light. He wants to take Hannibal down or bring him in, mm-hmm. or maybe Jack wants to bring him in and Hannibal and, 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 and Will wants to kill him. I don't know, but I think Jack has 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 some designs of his own. Yeah, you know that there is there is a line in season one episode. I think it was like episode four or five or something where Hannibal says to Will, you know, you entered a devil's partnership with Jack Crawford, and every single time I see them together, now I always think about that. I yeah. Just like, when is, like, and so that's always in the back of my mind. Oh, the old devil's partnership. The old devil's oh, partnership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. What is it? All right. Uh, first uh, definition is conversion of one substance into another. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. I like it. The other, in many Christian churches, the doctrine holding that the bread and the wine of the Eucharist are transformed into the body and blood of Jesus, although their appearances remain the same. They Which talk a lot about religion. Yeah, yeah. Too. It's okay. like when you do like body of Christ, blood right. of Christ, it's the, it then turns into, that's the transubstantiation. Right. Okay. okay. Right. Oh, I wish I'd known that sooner. We that, makes that, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. All right. Uh, do a, oh, we also should uh, uh, podcast one, podcast one survey. We mention it every week. Uh, go to go to uh, podcast one. Um, is it podcast one dot com? There's a survey, podcast survey there. It, it, it helps us all out. It takes about thirty seconds. Um, you know, I'm mean, not thirty seconds. It takes about a couple of minutes <laughs> to uh, to uh, tell us about how you feel about podcasts in general and just give us some sense. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and don't forget to rate us, us. rate us on iTunes. We love uh, Comment on YouTube, and we love all that stuff. And thank you for joining us in the uh, in the um, live chat booth there. All you guys who were there, which my computer's down again, so I can't mention any of you. Do it. Where can the kids find you? Hi, you can find me at Dua Casey, D-U-A-K-A-I-S-S-I, on the Twitters. And the petition to save Hannibal will be on my Twitter page. So that's at Dua Casey on Twitters. Perfect. Uh, Julia, what can uh, find you? You can find me on Instagram and on, uh, what is it, Twitter. <laughs> What's that thing? <laughs> Twitter. Right. Oh, what is my name? Julia Carely, J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. And you can find me on Periscope. Twitter and Instagram at Joe K. Braswell, uh, Nefertiti, Tyler, MJ Kimball, uh, Fanny P, Epic, uh, Epic Keen, all you guys, the rest of you, thanks for joining us in live chat. Thank you. Uh, we'll see you all next week for episode 305, mm-hmm. and uh, enjoy your day. Bye. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later.
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.